0: You know what we should do is we should switch gears and go to some uh yeah. some questions. I've got 10 I sent you yeah. 10 questions ahead of time that I always like to ask my guests because this is always my not my favorite part, but I, I love this section because it always shows interesting things. So, favorite pet, favorite Tom Petty album? I don't even need to ask you, I don't think
1: it's a great one open without a shadow of a doubt, uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt, I should say. <laughs>
0: um,
1: yeah, like oh my god, mate, yeah, uh, it's and it, you know, that for me, there's 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 no there's no debate because it's obviously the emotion, the emotional connection to this album. Yeah. Um, that you can definitely pull it apart and go look musically, perhaps, whatever. Some people might say, hey, look, it's not as authentic or as as rootsy as, say, in, you know, the first three albums and, and, or like, you know, and then obviously you can take Wildflowers, for Christ's sake, it is is a monumental piece of genius. So, you know, yeah. But for me that it's not that that's too obvious. it's just it's an emotional thing. It's like I've taken this album around the world with me. This album has gone, yeah, it's gone to Nepal, um Thailand, Australia, um, America, Belize. one of the most awesome moments was was uh, was with my with my wife, we were in Belize and I just listened to this album I was half cut probably on cocktails or whatever, <laughs> and I listened to the entirety of the album with headphones in with this stunning stupidly stunning sunset and, and scene yeah. in front of me and you know if it's not that it's terrible terrible moments in my life where I just need something to keep me keep my my mind from falling apart you know like gardening on my own like aged I don't know 25 26 and just needing to tune out um I had a s- s- similar experience with like you know um Crowded House or another band that, that means an awful lot to me yes cheesy is all hell but I think they're incredible and um cheesy is how to say that I but um but yeah it's very wide open man like like yeah. we, said earlier, we said earlier you know he paints pictures he he lets you escape um tells you stories with a bit of a cheeky smile um but at the same time gets completely to the to the the crux of what it is to be a human being um you know and then ends it with built to last right yeah uh,
0: um which is i suppose his tribute to like benny king i guess like 100 you know. yeah stand by me yeah. that big r&b ass thing so yeah. here's, here's a question for you then If you were going to give, because me and John, when we we do our season things, we always pick a three-song EP or we try to say, you know, if you were going to pick three songs to convince someone about this album who maybe isn't a Petty fan, which three songs would you go for? I have. Because that's a harder question. It's so difficult. It's really, really
1: hard, man. Because I in my mind, I'm thinking, like, look, across the genres, if I'm talking to a metalhead who also likes, you know, a bit of Dylan on the side or whatever, then I would say Running Down a Dream because it's it's got the – the, one of the fattest riff, riffs you know might yeah. give a rope but then you've got that track um on playback which starts with the vocal with that guitar like being plugged into the amp yeah and then petty going oh baby when you touch me there
0: yeah you
1: know, and, you but know. from
0: this album i'm talking this album only though i'm talking into but, the great wide open if you yeah. try to convince someone about into the great wide open what are your three songs that are knock people's songs i think
1: I think it would probably be making making some noise
0: yeah, because it's
1: a, just an absolute, you know, uh, what was it that Dave Grohl says? Like a barn burner or something. Yeah,
0: when he's talking about Honey Bee, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that,
1: you know, that obviously, Learning to Fly because it's the most universally um, beautiful song. And then, like I think, it's a toss up between um, "Dark of the Sun" or, well, just looking at the track listing quickly. Um, like I really, yeah, it's so difficult. Then it gets really dark, really, sorry, really, really hard. You and I probably you and I will meet again. Um, okay. Yeah, because yeah. you and I will meet again. So we're we'll expecting. It. It's very beautiful, yeah. you know. It's this is his very, very much a heart on the sleeve. Uh, as it gets probably maybe like you know like i don't know, built to last that's hard on his sleeve but yeah. so I'd probably go with those those three so you know making some noise um oh learn, to fly. Learn, to learn, fly. learn to fly yeah and and um and you, you know, know I mean again? Again.
0: and it's a nice spread too of sonics on that too right so you've got three different yeah. looks at petty as a vocalist yeah There's, they are different musically you know because learn to fly is very anthemic only three chords the entire way through that song, you know meet again, oh, you wow. get those those little Beatlesy flavors and Beatlesy moments that make some noises. Just it's just that riff, right? I mean that riff yeah. alone would 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 do would do me, you know. So awesome. Totally, mate. Okay. Second question. Mud crutch or the traveling Wilburys? I think I know what I think I always like trying to guess. I think I know this yeah. one too. Well, yeah, traveling Wilburys. Like yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> that album was on
1: non-stop growing up, like yeah. non-stop. So I've yeah, I I've got it um. I've got it in my record collection. I've got, a few, I think, a couple of singles, I think, as well, off that album. And yeah, I mean, f- handle with care, for God's sake.
0: <laughs> what well, end stupid. of the line too. End of the line is just, yeah, yeah. yeah. there's so many songs on that record that you think, wow. And written really every late. song written in one day, recorded in one day, yeah. no sort of overthinking, just five guys who just enjoyed hanging out, enjoyed making music, and they just did it for the love of doing it yeah you know
1: incredible I, I think it's really interesting though because petty obviously being like i'm from a british perspective anyway i suppose was but was the the small the small yeah. maybe the smallest on that lineup perhaps yeah um and, and because they were all massively iconic and then for me as a massive petty fan growing up i'd be like yeah, but Petty was involved with these guys, so yeah. he's cool. Okay, get yeah. behind him, or you know, back. You know, I, I follow a cool guy, or a you know, a legit genius here. You know, and
0: <laughs> and and then,
1: but also, you know, you hear Dylan messing around, right? It's fun, right?
0: Yeah, it. That's the word I always use to describe it. If there's one word you're gonna to use to describe the Wilburys, it's fun, and it's yeah. what carried over into Full Moon Fever, and it's what carried over into the Great Wide Open. That sense of yeah. looseness and not taking everything so seriously, you know, take what you do seriously, but never take yourself seriously. And that's totally. where there's, there was a real flip there. I think for Tom in that sort of, in that period. And when he really became Californian and an LA was was, but that was the um, final straw. i say, okay, you know what? Yeah. I'm Tom he's Petty, but of, what yeah.
1: But he went through a lot of problems, wasn't he? He's going through a yeah. lot of problems, you know, with his marriage and what have you. So I'm sure there was a great release being with those boys. And obviously you guys have, have you know, the people you've spoken to previously on the show, the chemistry of the weird Get together of the Wilbur's or whatever, yeah. and how that all came about, you know, blah 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 blah. I, I don't need to talk about that, but you know, it's uh um, yeah, it, it's it's great. Once you once you start uh, start unearthing it, and if anybody who's who's listened to this who hasn't
0: listened to it before, that
1: that story is definitely worth uncovering how the Wilburys came to, to be.
0: Instead of traffic lights, but I love the you know, the, the, there's that little 22 23 minute documentary that's online that you can always go watch. You just see him potting around the house, and it's Roy Orbison. Yeah and It's Bob Dylan and it's George Harrison and it's Jeff Lynn and it's Tom Petty. And you just think someone in that room should have an ego, right. but they don't. They're just they're all just making music together. I love that. It's Again, I mean, just that, that little story about you know when, when um George Harrison goes out to use the bathroom or something, and, and Dylan leans over to Tom Petty and says, That guy was in the Beatles, you know. <laughs> 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 it's so cute. <laughs> I love that.
1: And when you know, the most beautiful moments when George first gave tom a hug and did he say something like we're going to be friends forever or something or well, not like that yeah. but it was words to that effect yeah i mean jesus freaking christ having yeah. you know having met a beetle myself for you know many many times yeah i know what those people are i know what they can they're like they're from working stock and they're they're real people you know they're not
0: bullshitters well if you could join the heartbreakers on stage for one song yeah it be and would you both play and sing, or would you just play, or would you just sing?
1: So I thought I've been thinking about it as a long and hard, and it's it's going to be listen to our heart. And I would play rhythm guitar. Nice. And I'll do backing vocals. Because it is the ultimate backing vocal song, I think. Um yeah. for and it's a, it's just stay on a, just stay on a and it's got the- <laughs> Best ending to any Petty song, possibly. Yeah. I don't know, question mark. Open question mark. But yeah, man, that what a what a tune. Yeah. You know, there's a reason they stuck that, the, the beginning of the set for so long, right? Well,
0: and that was the one that my one of my guests, Ivan Anderson, said is a little song. And I, I, as soon as he said that, that's always stuck with me. And it's like, yes, right. it is yeah. a little song. And it's a great yeah. song. And that's not disparaging, but it is a little song. It's, it's just yeah. a small idea. And it's quite short. And it gets in, it yeah. gets out, it's like, that's a great way of describing it. I love it. Well, like, like the apartment song,
1: right? You know. Yes,
0: a, a, another yeah. great example of it. Yeah. It's yeah. not really a big idea. It's not, it's just this, it's a little song. Called. I love it. Who Eddie. would you be your dream opening act at a Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers concert? So you said you already saw, who did you say opened in MSG? Buddy, Buddy Guy. Buddy Guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is really hard, dude, but it just, because I haven't
1: seen them before, they're in my bucket list. The only band I'm left to see is REM. And I thought REM, um, if they just did, if they, if, it is. It is a fantasy, so it's fine.
0: Absolutely, it's We've cool. Got, we got time travel. We got fantasy. Right. We're all good. Yeah.
1: So I would just have. I don't want to bring people back from the dead because that's daft. Bury my Okay. This is really. This is <laughs> hypothetical, so it doesn't really matter. But you know, I'd love to. I'd love to. See, I'd love to see them do just like deep cuts. So they did upstage petty. So you weren't leaving them going like Fuck it, oh, wow. But REM would be amazing, and or like Neil Finn or Crowded House, just because I. T- I think that would be quite a good, marriage, and I have still haven't seen Crowded House, but but our would, would be it
0: that would f- Crowded House would flow. I'm a yeah. huge Crowded House fan. I'm I I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I think they're and there's there's parallels with Petty as well because Neil Finn's a superb lyricist. He's also it's very meticulous about the way he puts songs together. His songs yeah. are often quite sparse. They're not, you know, they're not busy and overdone. So I see I, there's a lot of kinship between those. So I think it'd be great together. I think they'd sound good together yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, that's what I came
1: to, dude. That's what my, my, my end result
0: was. R.E.M. Nice. Favourite band member other than Tom? I, it's uh, that's a, that's very that was really really tricky, dude. Because like <laughs>
1: you know, Rob Rob Blair because he just came back and nailed it, and because he just seems like possibly one of the loveliest men in the world. Yeah. But then, but then having met um, Steve Ferroni, uh, he's adorable. Uh, it's a bloody impossible, just stupidly impossible
0: question. <laughs> I know. I, when but, I wrote him, I'm like, know. well, that's not fair. That one's not no, fair. That's too it's, hard. It's all,
1: so I'll, I'll just I'll just say. I just going to say Ron Blair because I reckon he'd give me really good advice. I reckon he's someone to go look. I'd give him a really big problem. He'd go, "Well, this is what you got to do." Yeah. And I'd go, "Oh, it's okay. It's okay." Ron Blair says, "You know,
0: yeah. it's okay." Well, speaking to Jake yeah. Thistle, he said that Ron is exactly what you think he is. This is just the nicest man, very calm. Yeah. You know, great musician, very a great collaborator. And Jake's yeah. been trying to convince him to sell a guitar to him for about three years now. So I guess well, there's yeah. You know,
1: there's a voice for you, Jake. This bloody hell! Ah, good lord,
0: hey! Wow,
1: he's got the wool yeah. at his feet. Thanks for you know putting his music our way, the pod, the podcast, the the Petty podcast fraternity. Because, he, yeah, I hope so. I hope he goes some distance, you know. Because yeah. he's
0: pure skill, pure talent. What a voice! Um, okay, so if you could go to see any, and you've been to see Petty twice, and it was a little bit a little bit underwhelmed. So this is a good question for you. I Think if you could <laughs> yeah. see any Tom Petty concert from history, that which one would you go to? Well it, of, sorry, go on, go on mate. I was gonna say, and you can pick a specific year or two or a tour, you know. But
1: Well, a lot a lot of people do say the film all right, the, the gigs or what have you, but that's an awful lot of cover.
0: Yeah. You know, it's true. It's a, yeah.
1: a lot of cover, you know. I mean, I wanna hear the I wanna hear the uh, the deep cuts. And, but having said that, um I, I, I just simply don't know. But but Royal Albert Hall, perhaps, um when uh but then he that was a tribute to george wasn't it so that yeah. doesn't really count but i i really struggled with this one mate because I like, maybe the, the, his last gig obviously for obvious reasons but then i, yeah. have, I don't know the setness to that because but i think perhaps that you know perhaps the the last one at the uh, the hollywood was it the ball the hollywood yeah. ball yeah because obviously that, that is just the most stupidly beautiful venue ever uh in, on god's green earth but yeah. maybe I, I think somewhere around eighty, eighty-one. But then, like, I'm just I'm just spitballing here because it's that is for me that's harder than picking my favorite member of the the Heartbreakers because, yeah. um, I mean, I have a fantasy. I'd love to see the Shepherd's Bush Empire. I had a, I had a, <laughs> I had an amazing touchstone dream. Touchstone dream about meeting Tom <laughs> Petty and hanging out with him, and then seeing him open with like a, an out, like a deep cut off. Um, Uh, damn torpedoes and yeah i but i have fucking no idea like that it's it's hard i'm I'm opting out this is bad isn't it but i'll go hollywood i'll go with
0: it i'll go last one oh
1: yeah yeah Yeah. screw it screw it screw it
0: Oh, well, I thought you might go with uh, the take the highway, like with the Into the Great Wide Open Tour, because that one again had the big set, right? So you had the tree, yeah, and you Wembley had the Reader. performative piece, or it would have been kind of cool. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah it goes but, on, I mean, and then you, you've had guests on that, that talk about like the early, early seventy-seven gigs and stuff, and and then, yeah. then, then you can get those on, on on Spotify, can't you? And they sound amazing. So maybe I'm more, I'm more of a Ramones fan like that. So maybe I'll be like more. Into the dirt of a, a small venue, that yeah. maybe. So fuck it. I'm gonna go with that. I'm going go, I'm reversing <laughs> my answer. I'm going with the small radio venue one on spot. Perfect.
0: Perfect. Okay, Wall circus or walls number three. Which is your favorite version? That's that the
1: one with Lindsay Buckingham on. That's three, right?
0: That's circus. That circus. Okay, yeah. I'm
1: going with that one. That's phenomenal. That is just like yeah, you're kidding me. I played that once to a girl. Uh, as you know, because I was an idiot and I was trying to impress her, and uh, we buy an, a log
0: fire, and I, and I, I think she, <laughs> she was a bit sad anyway, and she started crying. You know
1: what is that? This yeah, it,
0: very... and a great opening line again. That's something I talk about lots with people. Is his knack for writing just the best opening line? It's incredible. Some days are diamond, yeah. some days are rocks And I know that he got that from Johnny yeah. Cash, but still had the prescience to put that in a lyric and use it. I use it as the opening lyric. Like I said you've got a heart so big it could crush this town. Who writes that? It's incredible, totally.
1: and it's beautiful because you know he's talking about someone that's really vulnerable and troubled, and like yeah. you you do have a really big heart, so just don't let this piece of shit world destroy you, you know, because yeah. you're bigger than this town, you know, chimes back into the you know, last in a one-story town, you know, where yeah. everything turned back around. You know, I love that same shit goes down, yeah. uh, blah blah blah. You you know the lyrics, but I mean, like. I love, I, lo- I love that, and I think Tom. I think that's why a lot of, um, yeah, there's a specific uh, set of, of of women that love Tom Petty because he taps yeah. into that vulnerability that that a lot of women feel uh, that that other artists don't really have the courage to go to. Yeah,
0: someone male. said I can't remember who it was. Might have been Janet Lovell or maybe Katie Morton. They were talking about one of my female guests was talking about that. That's one thing that Tom never did. Tom never objectified women in his lyrics in his life. You know, they wouldn't, they were never props in songs. If women were in songs that they were there for a reason and they were there specifically, and they were either empowered or, but they were never sort of just, he was never mistreating women, which is totally. of of that era is pretty rare, right? And you think about the face oh, absolutely, in you know, all oh those my bands. God. The the
1: yeah, the subjectification of, of women is yeah. absolutely what turned me off, and still turns me off. Ninety percent of mainstream music, like I yeah. can't listen to it and as a child. Dude, I deeply loved my mother and deeply adored my mom and dad's relationship. It was yeah. it was and. and Whenever it, it was like, oh, I mean, I, I didn't get the connotations of Led Zeppelin when I was a kid. Yeah. But, you know, squeeze your lemon to the juice from the side of my leg and all that. I was like, fuck it, what the, what's that all about? You know, you, you can't know, Robert, say that. <laughs> Robert, what you really want to do is get like a bit of tissue and just and squeeze the lemon into a jar. There's
0: a, there's a great little... You bloody bad man. My mom um, tells tells a story when my granddad first, when she was, because she'd listened to Led Zeppelin, my granddad would tolerate it. Um, but he when he heard the Lemon Song and it finally dropped. What he was saying, he's singing about sex, <laughs> so, and that was the end of that record. You know, so. that, that's
1: very that's very Monty Python, isn't it? You know, yeah, it's and so like, funny. Yeah, and I think the the lady who you had on the show that spoke about um, she she did it in straight into darkness, a song entirely about that that one the song. Book. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. It, yeah, she. I think she highlighted that, and um, that's right. Yeah, that's who it was. And my my God, what a song that is! And like, oh. yeah. And I I think it's always amazed me that my my wife hasn't fallen deep more deeply into Tom's music, you know. Um, but but you know, screw it. There's plenty of time. But yeah,
0: yeah. My name, my my wife's a greatest hits fan, you know. Yeah. She she always yeah. says it like I'll play Tom Penny. So who's this? Tom Petty. Oh, this is Tom Petty as well. I didn't yes. realize this was Tom Petty, and I didn't realize this was Tom Petty, and I didn't realize this was Tom yeah. Petty, and I'd never seen the video for "Don't Come Around Here No More." And of course, that's her favorite thing in the world now. But
1: oh, yeah, it's mad, brilliant, isn't it? It's wonderfully artistic. But I'd like to say
0: really quickly. I
1: think Harry it, yeah. Harry Green is a song that I, 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 oh, I I've always wanted. Yeah, wanted my wife to really think about and get into. And i've I've written a, I've written a, a character in my book that's based uh, around that kind of vibe and Yeah. Uh, I was writing a screenplay not so long ago with, with a Harry Greene character in it. And then I've written Harry, specifically Harry Greene into a song lyric recently. And yeah. you know, it's beautiful, It's wonderful.
0: Yeah, and that to me, that character, the first time I heard that song, it struck me so, well. This is this Harry Harry's gay. And he's right. being sort of he's worried about being out at school and there's all you know. So that that character to write about that as deftly as he did. It's a shame because I mean, obviously the the melody of that and the and the guitar part went on to become Angel Dream. But okay, it's a shame that, that, that song never sort of well, yeah. If you listen if you listen to it again, it's like, oh yeah, of course that's the same okay, the same, pattern, yeah. Basically same pattern, a little bit modified, but but yeah, that's but interesting. It's a sensational song again. And yeah. we get it on we get it on Wildflowers and all the rest, you know, however many years yeah. later, and what a what a joy that was. But okay, if you could pick you've covered Tom Petty yourself, um, a number of times, but if you could I pick like, any artist to cover Tom Petty, what song would it be and who would you have cover it?
1: Well, this, this has taken me a while, but I I arrived at it the future heads covering either um, I Won't Back Down or Free Falling. So a few cheds did, um, for those of you who don't know, they they covered, um, oh, my God, Hounds of Love, really famously by okay. Kate Bush. Um, but they did it in the most magnificent way. They, 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 they've done an acapella album, but they are a very, very, uh, they're kind of like, a, a, they're around the early noughties they came around with that angular post-punk sound and they also have a fantastic song called decent days and nights anyway i think a really speeded up version that still pays real homage to the song of free falling could sound absolutely spectacular with three-part harmonies um and i think if if anybody out there gives a, a shit about what i'm talking about go and listen to their their version of um um Hounds of Love. It is okay. absolutely incredible. The way it opens up. Honestly, I mean, because I'd, I'd left
0: England by this point, so if they're an English band and they're in that sort of, because I don't, I've never heard them, never heard of yeah. them, so I have to yeah. go back and listen to that because that sounds interesting. Their debut album
1: is is is, is absolutely, It's a masterpiece, and yeah, so
0: that 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 for me is, would be
1: absolutely cool. cool. It's helped. almost as cool as Flaming Lips doing Listen to a Heart, which I still think is probably one of the best covers of a. Petty song ever.
0: Really. I love I love Cyberattacks version, man. Ivan Anderson's version oh. of that song was like it was so freaking cool. When you sent me that, I was genuinely gobsmacked about how damn cool that was. Yeah, he is very cool. He's a great musician. But when I was thinking, I was I was listening to the album today. Something struck me that making some noise, I could totally see Aerosmith playing that song. It, that's oh, that's me, it. Yeah, that, okay. that would sit in Joe, Joe Perry's hands so yeah. easily, and in yeah. Steven Tyler's mouth because it's got that. It's got that st- guess, dirty that. swagger they had, you know. So Right.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, there's a cock rock band, but oh, say, yeah. but, but also I don't know. Yeah, they 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 could they could absolutely just yeah, destroy, yeah. couldn't they? They That'd did what they did. Amazing.
0: Aerosmith did what they did better than anyone yeah. else, really. That sort of really dirty low swung. I mean it's it's a cheap Led Zeppelin knockoff. We all know that, but they do it really, really, really well. No one else. Have you ever seen have you ever seen them live? I haven't. Um, very, I had the opportunity to see them in Saskatoon here when they came on the Honking on Bobo tour, but I wasn't a keen, I wasn't a big fan of that album, so I yeah. didn't go, and I should have done because that's the last time they came through here. But if they come yeah. through Canada when they reschedule this farewell tour, then I probably will go and see them because yeah, it's probably gonna be the last chance, right? So it, it's, it's
1: well worth it. I saw them with uh, Black Crows at Wembley St- the old Wembley Stadium, and oh, with man. with uh, Stereophonics. Uh, sadly wow. but um, oh you but, don't like yeah. the phonics no sorry mate i, I oh. can't stand the story of phonics i like the first two albums are fantastic like yeah. absolutely love their first two albums sorry i just i I, can't, I don't like them but the um it was it was a mental gig but yeah, yeah that you know just put Tom Petty in that in that lineup and it would have been you know pretty you could put Tom Petty in most lineups to be fair except for like maybe download.
0: Well, I mean, The Crows would have been a perfect opener for Petty too, right? Because they've got that I, same good, sensibility. Good and, call. You know, good I call. love those guys. So, I mean, if, if there's anyone I could sing like, I mean, apart from Freddie, which would just be a bit too overwhelming, I think, you know. <laughs> overwhelming for you. Chris You're Robinson just... would be, yeah. that, that guy can sing anything for me. I love that guy's yes. voice.
1: Yes. Yeah. I saw the Bricks Academy. That was incredible. Wow. Absol- my, my, my mate, drunk, drunk out of his tits, passed out on my shoulder for most of the gig. But <laughs> Is but that, that the one they recorded?
0: Was... Is, that, is that the one that's on the live album? Possibly. Didn't they do it? I thought they did, a, yeah.
1: But they they did, it was the Lion Tour, I think, or Lions Tour, or yeah. whatever. But yeah, and like you're right there, man. I think those guys opening up for Patty would be pretty spectacular.
0: Pretty, pretty good. It's <laughs> a man of a thousand voices. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is, right, I guess. yeah, I'll just I'll just say, oh, we're going to bring on um, Ringelstock. <laughs> you can just do the impression. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, John,
1: have you seen Paul? <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay what song and again this is probably this is i would say this is probably the worst question i wrote because i didn't frame it very well but what song do you most frequently recommend to people who don't know tom's music because of course it depends who they are and what they're into but
1: yeah no yeah it's tricky isn't it i i've done this before you know oh you know know, i'm a bit pissed or like you know when i i don't know if I'm allowed to reference drugs on this show, I don't know, but I I don't do Coke anymore, but I used to, and used to get, you know, know, I don't know. You probably haven't done Coke. I hope you haven't. haven't. Terrible (laughs) drug. It's it's disgusting. Um, But when you do it, it does, it makes you natter like an absolute crazy lunatic. And you go down these wormholes and you end up talking about X, Y, and Z. And I love, I loved it for that and you go, you're a drummer, you're a You need to do a drummer. It's really, it's really Steve Faroney. Steve, Steve Rodney. oh my God. You're a drummer. Steve Faroney, man. You, you just don't, you don't, you don't understand. If you haven't listened to Steve Rodney with, with the Heartbreakers and Wildflowers, you, you you, you know, so probably, you know, here's the, that side of will um, you'd probably get. And i probably yeah. just, but it's hard. Oh God, it's such a hard question. Honestly, it's like, from an emotional perspective i'd probably go learning to fly but i jesus christ and then really deep i'd go harry green but that's recently but then i'd go like um what's that beautiful um the swing time song on wildflowers but and all the rest it's it's got the mandolin in it to open up the song i'm blanking. Um, uh, yeah, me too. And I, I, I'd say now I've been listening to that uh, pretty much nonstop since everything and uh, all the rest came out. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look it up as well, mate. Uh, because too. yeah, it's Yeah, like, it's got it's that beautiful mandolin intro, and it's just I think you know when I I said I think Tom Petty's wife s- said that when I commented on on Instagram, she was like, yeah, somewhere under heaven. That's it. Somewhere under heaven. Okay, right, right, right. And she was like, "Yeah, that's my favorite." And I was like, yeah, "Damn straight!" It's got 4 million, view- 4 million listens on um, what's his face on Spotify. On Spotify, and, yeah. You know, it's like it's, it's yeah, that. Do you know what man? Like, you know, I'd probably
0: put that up there as well. Some. I think they released you know? that one, didn't they? Didn't Did that get they? released as a single? I think Did so. <laughs> Did it really? I think it might have done. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about that, because I think it was. I think it might have even like made the. The rock chart in the US. I'm going to look this up now because Somewhere yeah, it, yeah, it did get released.
1: That's right. It was it was a non album
0: it was a non album single that came out before they finished off Wildflowers and all the rest. So it came out before the oh. the re release. That's what it is. Yeah.
1: Okay. Because like, honestly, like you could just do like this. You could do this all night. You know, if you got a friend who likes acoustic music,
0: right? Try Wildflowers. Yep. You know.
1: It just goes on and on doesn't a bit it it's, it's a bit like, of
0: something for everyone i mean i always think like if you're into the Kinks, well then i'm going to give you the man who loves women
1: right right because that's that
0: it's that i mean yeah. that is 100 tom going i'm gonna write a ray davis song you know song. okay yeah and like you know
1: like do 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 do, do. you know <laughs> well you can't turn them into a company man you know <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you ever watch the simpsons episode where that was on Oh jeez, no! It's probably so, not. You got to watch it. It's so funny. It's so he's so really. He's t- totally Tom Petty. Like you know, like when he's on um, King of the Hill and all that. Like he's yeah. just, he's so phenomenal. But when when the last DJ album was coming out, they, he 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 went on The Simpsons and with Elvis Costello. I think anyway, they 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 put that song in. It. It was, it was, freaking amazing you know what a tune i love and that album, that album is it's so again good.
0: grossly underrated i want to get jim Ladd on at some point yeah. like the guy who is, is sort of loosely based on um yeah. i think he's i think he'd be up for it because he he's pretty out, he's a pretty outspoken guy himself right okay. I mean, any, any chance yeah. to tell people that radio needs to be free and people need to be able to choose their own set lists and dj totally. shouldn't be shouldn't be homogenized into playing the same goddamn thing over and over
1: absolutely lately, but you know I think Echo. I, I know you reference Echo a lot because it is an underrated album massively. But that you know the title track Echo. I mean, is it is that the one with a weird, crazy Mike Campbell guitar solo in it as well? Because that's what I, I love about um, maybe it's not Echo, maybe it's not that track. But that's what I love about that album is it's just a little bit rawer. And yeah, I remember that was the first Petty album when I was um I probably I was probably about fourteen or fifteen or something like that when it came out. That when I was around for a first large, like uh, yeah. launch of an album, and it was yeah. and it was so so important to me. And I remember listening to that really, um, you know, on heavy heavy rotation when I was a kid at boarding school, and it kept me company. Yeah. Uh, it got it got me through some shit. And I just think, but it was also really cool. Like I think it's just a very kind of as as close to Tom Petty could get at times as being like as raw. As, say, I don't know, if Roar is like uh, an alt-rock band could possibly I know what you
0: mean, 100%. I know what you mean. And the same thing with yeah. Hypnotic Eye, right? They, they went back to that. Hypnotic Eye is like a garage band album almost in parts, the way it sounds sonically and the way it's mixing the instrumentation is added. But Echoes, are, I mean, again, it room comes on the back top. of... Room at the Tops. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, when the, the guitar riff comes in, because you're not expecting that in that song yeah. at all. Yeah, exactly. But it makes the song it is it's, it's perfect
1: those fat open chords just, yeah oh you're a free girl now as well my
0: god which was, written, which was written for dana because she was getting harassed at work and she left her job and so you know it's oh, a really? very, very yeah and it's that's a really cool. emotional oh, that's album cool. that's why he, that's why tom didn't really like that album because i think it was too it was too personal i think he i think he thought that he showed too much of himself on it and also there was a lot I of shit going about, on yeah. still then with his ex-wife and you know so yeah
1: God, I can, I can yeah, there, there's so much in his life, isn't there? God, so much. You know, and I, I'd imagine just like the, the people that he's probably had lost around him as well, yeah. you know, like George and what have you, having, having you know, Roy, Roy Orbison. Oh my God, like, you know, having probably met yeah. a guy that, and what have you, that have been dying like this is horrific. But that album, man, that album, I said, you know what, it came out in 99. I would have been like 18, 19. so I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing how your mind rearranges stuff like that. Absolutely. So, so it it
0: only gets worse the older you get, mate, trust me. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I, I, I'll take your word for that. I believe you completely.
0: Okay. Yeah. If you've got three words to describe Tom Petty, how do you describe Tom Petty in three words?
1: Oh, God, so difficult. Like... um, uh utterly pure soul i think love it yeah like totally just the uh the absolute essence of everything you want from a human being you know self-awareness and enough self-respect to 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 pursue his art at such a young age and take it so goddamn seriously but you know you see what he did like the larry sanders show i mean jesus christ the guy's you know, he, and then like the so Larry Saunders is an interview with him, right? And Tom's like a bit yeah. high, he's just it's, just finished smoking. They both were joint, <laughs> right? And God, you know, he's just a lovely, normal human being, and yeah, yeah. And I think when, when you know when he, when he passed away, like I, I was I was in a te- oh that was terrible, terrible. You know, I was I was broken by that. I got a text message from my sister saying like you know have you heard about Tom Petty, and I just I was driving at the time, and I I. I, you know it's like pull over and just yeah. breathe just yeah. breathe and it was like it was like for a lot of people when i know when bowie died you know like, that people had a lot of that but because it wasn't a big deal in, in england like it was um yeah it was heartbreaking like truly yeah and yeah so yeah, yeah. ultimate yeah. human being